Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is the third rendition of my podcast, Sage's Symposium, and today's topic is about vitamins. Everyone takes their vitamins. They take their multivitamins. They take their fish oil pills or their, you know, Flintstone gummies. Um, It's a pretty hot debate on whether or not vitamins actually give uh, nutritional value to your body as opposed to just, you know, eating a celery stick or an apple. So today... I'm going to enlighten you all on whether or not you should be taking vitamins and why or why not. So the word vitamin itself is actually composed of two parts. The first part, vita, is simply Latin for life. And the second part, amin, is actually a bit of a misconception. And so when researchers were first examining the cellular structure of vitamins, they thought that they contained a functional group called amines. And when later research concluded that they, in fact, did not, out of pure laziness, the researchers just dropped the E, so you have vitamin instead of vitamin. And the lack of the amine functional group is actually what differentiates vitamins from amino acids. So vitamins are organic molecules that living beings need to function, and they must be obtained through a diet because they can't be synthesized in the body. As you all are very well aware of, um, they help with pretty much everything your body does. Um, They help with enzyme and hormone production. They help with your immune function. They help nerves and organs. And pretty much, they, they just help you. And vitamins are actually part of a larger group called essential nutrients. And this group has four subcategories. And so on top of Vitamin, of course, being one of them. There's also minerals, which, you know, it's pretty synonymous with vitamins, but there's a difference. Um, Minerals are chemical elements the body needs. Think potassium, zinc, copper, ion. There are fatty acids, and there are amino acids. And all together, there are 13 vitamins, 15 minerals, 2 fatty acids, and 9 amino acids that the body needs but can't synthesize. Come on, body. What are you doing? Um, And... I'm certainly not saying to go out to your store, uh, to your local you know, grocery store, Martin's, Weiss, whatever it is, and pick up all of these because that would be a hefty bill because these suckers are expensive. So there are actually two subcategories of vitamins themselves. There are fat-soluble and water-soluble ones. In the fat category, and no, I'm not talking about their weight, that would be rude, you have A, D, E, and K. And these vitamins are stored in fatty tissue and in the liver. And they can be preserved for days and even months. You know, your body's like, oh, I need some vitamin A. Let me just go to the liver and get some. Um, So you don't need as much of these vitamins as you do the other ones. And actually too much of them can cause really nasty side effects. Um, It can cause cirrhosis, liver damage, and, you know, just other unpleasant uh, woes that you don't want to have. And then in the other category, you have water-soluble vitamins. And these don't stay long in the body. Um, You know, they maybe hang out for a day before they leave via your urine. Um, And these are vitamins B and C. And so you say, wait wait a minute, Sage. You said there are 13 vitamins. How many did you just list? You only listed six. And that's because there are eight vitamin Bs. And I'm not going to go through the list of vitamin Bs. And I'm also, I'm not going to talk like too much about like what the function of each vitamin is, but just know that, you know, you just need all of them. 
And so there's actually a third category. Uh, you could think of a DLC or you know a hidden area. And these are actually called antivitamins. And so you don't want to take these. Uh, they inhibit the function of vitamins by you know binding to the receptors and uh, pretty much just rendering them useless. Um, and a funny example of this is actually in raw egg yolks. Egg yolks, excuse me. It's called avidin, and it binds to the B7 and renders it useless. So you know everyone is crazy about their eggs and all of that, but as the saying goes, you know as I mentioned beforehand, too much of anything is a bad thing. And so the question really comes down to, should you take these vitamins, okay? You know, everyone has multivitamins in their cabinets. Uh, they're taking them every day. They're feeding the Flintstone gummies to the kids. Uh, may maybe they even have, you know, vitamins for cats and dogs at this point. I, I don't know. I'm, up to, I'm not up to part of that. You know, I, I saw some, like, I saw a dog the other day walk around in the stroller. And I was like, what, what has the world come to? You know, your, your dog has four legs, all right? People have two. They're bipedal. You know, dogs are quadrupedal. They, they can walk two times the amount. Is that how that works? I don't know. So hypothetically speaking, you know, in a perfect world, you wake up in the morning, you go to your windowsill, and the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and your multivitamins are doing everything that they say they do. Well, you know, this isn't a perfect world. Sometimes you have a cloudy day, and most of the time, your multivitamin is doing absolutely nothing for you. So the FDA doesn't regulate dietary supplements in terms of their effectiveness, only their safety. So, you know, you're not going to grow a third eye, and you're not going to lose all your hair if you take multivitamins for a very long uh, period of time. But you know, what's the point if it's not going to do anything for you? So the manufacturers and distributors of dietary supplements are the ones that are responsible for making sure that their products are effective. And, you know, even if their product isn't effective, they want to make money. And so, of course, they're going to say that the product is effective. And since, again, they're not regulated by the FDA, they can put whatever they want on the labels in terms of how much of each vitamin and mineral are in their multivitamins. And so for example, you know, say um, one multivitamin says you know, it's 600 milligrams of vitamin A. When in action out, actuality, um, that number could fluctuate to like zero to 2,000 milligrams. So you really don't know what you're going to get in terms of each multivitamin. And there have been a lot of studies done by Johns Hopkins, Mayo Clinic, and a lot of other respected institutes that simply concluded that multivitamins give no, no benefit whatsoever. Um, you know, it's, it's the same for a multivitamin and placebo um, over a, a long period of time. And I'm not going to bore you with like, you know, individual studies. Just know that there have been so many studies that concluded that multivitamins, they just don't work. So I now, of course, have to put my money where my mouth is and explain why uh, multivitamin, vitamin consumption in general, um, doesn't really do you any benefit. And there's this theory called reductionism. And so say you have an apple, all right, you know what that apple is and so does your body, all right? You've been consuming apples for years and generations of people beforehand have also been consuming the apple. You know, it's, it's in your DNA to know what to do with that apple, to break it down. 
it, you know, it contains vitamin C, it contains potassium, and it contains vitamin K. Those are the three big things that apple contain. Well, all of those parts work in junction with the other parts of that apple. And so your body's like, oh, you know, let me extract that vitamin C. Let me extract the vitamin K. Let me extract the potassium. But when you individualize each of those vitamins and minerals, your body doesn't know what to do with it because, again, it's not in junction with the other parts. And so, you know, vitamins are a relatively new invention, all right? Not the, you know, not vitamin B. It's always, it's always been around, but I'm talking about like the pill. You know, when you ingest that, your body doesn't know what to do with it because it really hasn't experienced that beforehand. It's not in its DNA to know what to do with just that individual vitamin B. And so you lose the benefits when all of those vitamins and minerals aren't working in junction with the others. I hope that isn't a big head turner. Um, you know, it is a little complicated uh, to explain and, you know, it took me a while to understand. But, you know, just rewind the podcast and, you know, listen to it again. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I'm hoping to upload a little more regularly now that I have a, a system down. So thanks for listening and uh, I'll see you next time.